Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, happy Wednesday hump day. Hump day. Hernan Cias here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host. Oh, the insurance bro, James Cias, who was checking his uh, Apple Watch because still getting text messages and lots of business to take care of on the insurance side of things. So if you need anything insurance related, please give me a call. I will check it during the podcast. Yeah, a little uh, bit of timeout. A, a text. Uh, uh, yeah, a little text. Just a glance, <laughs> and then we'll get back to you right after That's the right. So uh, with Pipeline Insurance, of course. That's right. And who do we got on the show today? Oh, uh, we are super excited. Actually, this is uh, really, really exciting because of the history here. We'll talk a little bit more about that as we get into to it uh but someone who has taken art and again turned it into something more meaningful than just the art itself uh welcome to the show mr simi flores hello facebook youtube everybody what up yeah yeah um simi has an interesting story we have an interesting background with him but do we do we start with how we met we could but before i do that hold on let me give let me give that shout out ladies and gents 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year. So if you have new shoes, you shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up 619-884-0045 or James at CSFirst.com. Also, August 24th in IB, we're doing a beach cleanup. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to do a bunch of cool stuff. We're thinking maybe a water gun fight, something like that. Come out, support, help the community. If you're in high school, we're going to set it up so you can get your community service hours taken care of. August 24th from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. in IB more details to come come hang out with us all right so check it out simmy all right first of all he went to high school with my wife at east lake what so he's a former <laughs> titan yeah. right second all right, all right. second uh our very first company was called pc cruisers we used to do uh mobile computer computer repair and installing high-speed internet way back when in like 2000 2001 whatever we um we Got into computers basically because the insurance bro over there used to be a computer guy at this store called Microtron 2000. He worked for a guy named Thomas. Thomas then expanded, left Claremont. It was in Claremont, huh? They were up in Claremont. They were up time. in Claremont. Left Claremont, came down to Chula Vista, opened up a bigger store called Micro PC Outlet where Simi ended up working. Yep. Uh, the first time I met this guy, he was coming in and asking, hey, what's up with your. Uh CD and D- DVD burners, and you say <laughs> that was those are hot your hot items. For Ooh, the, dude, for we, it, was, it was all about pirating the music, right? So you know how to hop on the Napster, <laughs> download Napster. some stuff. Yeah, you see how way back it is, right? Way back. It was after no, it might have been LimeWire by then. Might have been LimeWire by then, or Mor- Morpheus was dead by then, I think. Right? Yeah, well, dude, I mean, if oh you want to go God. way back, oh my God. this guy was was acting as the a server on oh, AOL. Yeah. Oh yeah, on dial-up. <laughs> So I mean, America Online. Talk about your, yeah, talk about your initial pirates, right? Yeah. I well, mean, I I go so far back as I remember um, 
1986 token ring stuff in um pine before uh email was even a thing uh yeah i i have uh back in 1984 i was typing dos because my dad had a computer and i was lucky i i mean i remember we got uh what was that computer it was an old a86 886 a86 something like that and we used to uh do the same thing we had dos uh we had word perfect and we had red baron and we had to load the disk for each one of those. That's right. And Wait. initialize it with the DOS prompt. That's right. That's yes, right. Yes. Yes. So the double flop and the double flop yes. quarters. Yes. Dude, it was. No, no one understands that now. No, no. No going to understand that. It's funny because uh, I, I remember talking to somebody and they asked the kids right now, like, do you know what the icon represents when you hit save <laughs> on, on like a Word doc, right? They're like, yeah, that's a save button. Yeah, but what is the icon? Yeah. Like, nobody really knows anymore. What the floppy looks like? Yeah, what the floppy disk looks like. You don't even know what a real floppy is when it used to be floppy. Yeah, floppy. when it actually used to be floppy. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's there's a little bit of history for, for Simi. So, that's that's how we got to know him. Um, and, you know, Simi's, Simi's kind of transcended a little bit. He's doing some stuff that... I mean, most people probably wouldn't understand. I mean, I'll be honest, I don't really understand. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm anxious to hear, like, where all this stuff comes from. Like, where did you where did you decide to do, you know, this? Um, well, I, this is all self-taught. Um, what this is, is modular origami or kusudama. Uh, this is standard. Uh, I meant to bring other that words. That got... is amazing. Yeah, it didn't start off like that. Yeah, Whoa. it's just paper. Um, ten folds. I'll do one real quick. But I never got a book that showed me any of this. I kind of saw it and figured it out when I was young, around seven. Um, I kind of put it away when I was twelve. But it's I uh, I when I met Non doing working for computers. After that, I ended up working for um, San Diego Data Processing Center, and they've folded since then. But um, that was for mainframes. Folded since then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that was yeah, good. That was good fun. Um, it, it, but they were all great. Like that's what I, I think. I went to college and then I went to work for Tom and then I went to work for SDPC and then I, I had to stop that. And then a year after, I just I couldn't take the job. Anymore. Well, let me, but let me ask you that, dude. I mean, you just talked about being you know five six years old typing away on DOS, programming stuff. You went to college, you went to school, you worked at a computer store. Like, you got the skills to be, like, really dominant in the tech space. And yet, like, you decided, like, this isn't really for me. Like, something about it clicks, I tried obviously. to be a teacher. I tried to be... I went into college thinking I was going to be a math teacher. Um, and I, it really didn't sit very well being a math teacher the way they wanted. Brought up a lot of bad... Life happens. You know, I try to have a family, buy a house, do all that stuff. Thankfully, that all went away. And I get my son for the summers. That's why I'm here in San Diego for the time being. I'll be leaving in August. But uh, it's it's an opportunity to, to change. So I went from a computer store to another computer store to mainframe to try to be a teacher to do medical billing. Then I ended up at Sharp um, doing help desk at Sharp. Um, no, none of those jobs are fun. Uh, they're all jobs cause you got to get jobs, but it's really been an exploration. And at the end of sharp, I, I remember just saying, look, I'm, I got to do something else. And so I took the chance to just go full throttle into something I put away when I was like 12 and it's been a two year journey. It's all on Facebook. And I was actually able to expand a art genre. The genre is actually called, uh, Kusadama, 
it's medicine balling. So back in the day, back in old uh, 6th century Japan, they used to put herbs and stuff inside these balls. And they'd close it up and send you home with them. That's it, Kusadama is actually medicine ball. Kuso, medicine, dama, ball, or something like that. So Kusadama is an art form that is based in Japan. That came, It comes from paper, paper making, resource making. Um, modernly, they call it modular origami. Uh, I'm writing something to delineate the difference between the two, but... I don't really see a big difference. One's an art and one's just kind of a modern name for the art. Yeah. And it's really interesting to see there's a lot of pullback for my equals in in Facebook because I'm I'm trying to stay very solid on Facebook that I found something and I'm putting it all out there for free. What does it what does it do for you personally? Like like I mean I've seen I I've, I've kept an eye on you on Facebook for a while and I see there's times where you'll be marathoning building these things like I mean you do them for hours on end yeah. and create large, I mean, very large pieces. And so, like, like you know, for, for somebody who, like, I don't have that kind of artistic, uh, you know, section in my brain. It doesn't work that way for me. I, my creativity works a little bit differently. But, like, for you, it seems like it transcends the the paper folding and the doing. Like, it does something more for you, right? I'll, I'll, I'll put, a, put a very blank question. Um, or I'll put it very, I'll put it differently. This is math. This is a way to conceive math. So hmm. the way I, I look at it is I can take three of these and make one little thing. And then you have three equal parts making one little thing. Now, if you use math, there's a paradox created when you do... Um, so three divided by three is one, right? Mm-hmm. Well, one divided by three is three forever. And if you multiply three by one divided by three, you should get one. But three times 0.3 forever is 0.9 forever. Mm-hmm. So, and they're all equal signs. And so one equals 0.9 forever. And it, that actually speaks more about the limitation of the human ability. But what it speaks loudly about is there's something, everybody can see that one is not 0.9 right. forever. And it just isn't. That is not a true statement. But when I make three equal parts create one that's the same you can thing physically see it but it's stronger because you're not missing a piece you're they're not missing that one that point zero, zero, what's zero, missing one or whatever nothing what's, nothing it's all so you create something out of something and you're missing that problem and it's a better conception for so i aim this there's 13 free lessons on facebook right now i'm trying to aim this at around 12 to 14 and that's why it has to be free because it needs to be something that they can get on their own. Mm-hmm. That's not um, there. There's a big, there's a learning curve to learn this. It's tenfold. That's a paper airplane. Every child in America can do a paper airplane. Oh yeah. So that means I know every child get, in America tossed in a classroom every once in a while. Exactly. So they're apt to do this. So math historically has been taught. I mean, most of us have parents where the math was taught with a stick. Literally. They're, that's wrong. Crack. Ah, I'm wrong. Don't be wrong. It's not <laughs> that's not how I teach math, ladies and gentlemen. Just well, throwing it out there. <laughs> that's not us. That's not us now because we've reached the future. I hope that's part of being in the future. But, you know, they have a, a lot of the way that people are, are taught is old. The mm-hmm. old ways. Whereas you see this, people think, oh, it's craft. It's 
just somebody folding paper. No one, when you bring one equals 0.9, I ask them why. It's like, they have no chance of answering why. But mm-hmm. here it takes away that why. It takes away, so one equals 0.9 forever. No one would, would argue that one divided by three is 0.3 forever. And that multiplied by three is 0.9 forever. No one would argue against that. The logic, right. Well, no one would, let's three times three, nine right, times right, three, right. nine. No one's going to argue that. The funny thing is, I literally had a, a very similar conversation with another math teacher not too long ago, and he's showing me that proof. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he's literally proving it to me. Oops, I'm going to hit the... Uh, uh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. He's literally showing me that proof, and, you know, for me, in the sense that I do math on a regular basis, I teach, you know, basic algebra to, to ninth graders. Uh, I've been doing it for a few years now, and, and it's, it's to me, it's one of those things that's, like, mind-blowing. Like, you're right. Like, it doesn't... The proof doesn't add up. Right. And so it's mind blowing. But for other people, like for the for the average person out there who it has nothing to do with their everyday life, like all of a sudden it's like, okay, yeah, okay, so it doesn't balance. You're right. I, I can see the logic three times, you know, point three 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 doesn't it it doesn't make sense. Cool. Why? Who cares? What's the relevance in that? You know what I mean? Well, why so, for a whole lot of reasons, but for the normal man. That doesn't matter. Right, right. It doesn't matter. So tell me a little bit about about how this art has has consumed you i mean it's literally something that you've i mean we can clearly see that you you this is something that you're passionate about yes you can clearly see on your facebook that you've been doing it for so long and to me there's something inside of us that that pushes us to do those things on a regular basis right something inside of you is driving you to continue this thing going forward the chance to right um the, the chance presented itself for me to concentrate on art in this exposition um like I said, I went to college to try to be a teacher. I, I didn't, that didn't go very well. Um, money isn't all there is and all that, but I encountered a lot of people that couldn't do division. It was really amazing seeing an 18 year old not able to do division. It was actually kind of sad. So I knew there was work to do on how we teach math. So my intention is to make a class where they learn math through physical means, where they're not a word of numbers, not a word of adjacent or here. It's a physical interaction with math. See, now that speaks volumes to me. Yeah. And I'll give, you, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, there used to be in our school, like Algebra 1, Geometry, Algebra 2, Pre-Cal, so forth. Normal. Well, they, they've, they've mixed it up and now we have this whole integrated thing, right? Which means that in my course and, and when I was teaching ninth grade, I would teach pieces of, of algebra and then a little bit of statistics and a little bit of geometry, right? So I got to see a group of kids, right? Any given class. Um, and you have the people who are strong and weak in the algebra section. And it's almost like they reversed when it came to the geometry section. The kids who were strong in the algebra, all of a sudden, were very weak when it came to applying what they've been doing in a geometry set. And, and you know, but the kids that, that, that weren't doing well in algebra, all of a sudden when they saw the shapes and they could see the patterns, it opened up their eyes to a whole different thing. So you're, you're talking about being able to teach them some of these mathematical concepts using this art, right? And I think it opens up the door to somebody who who doesn't learn very well with pen and paper, but maybe somebody who can visually see things and apply something in an, in an art form can learn some of these concepts. So the, 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 what I've known, what I've noticed, uh, I come from a family of teachers. Um, one of my cousins is currently doing the CSET, trying to become a real teacher. Mm -hmm. 
and they said that they're doing core concepts. Yeah. And I've heard this core concepts. I like the integrated that me and you got. Mm-hmm. I think that wasn't the greatest, but it was like better than. It was good enough. No, no, no. It was better than a lot of, because I've been to 10, I've been to 10, 11 schools before college. Um, Omaha, Texas, Washington State, LA, Palo Alto, like just all over the place. Each place is a little bit better in one place or, than another, but the math is pretty standard. What we got mm-hmm. was pretty standard. What they're doing now, even I have a hard time understanding. Um, I think the best thing I can do that do here for for math, um, for I, maybe your audience has explained that, you can explain math two ways. One comes from a physical structure of spheres, circles, lines, where something that exists that you can point to. The other way is with words, and that's, so one's called analytical geometry. So the geometry is the shapes, and analytical is analyzing shapes, how they fit together, when they're certain sizes, how do they fit together. The complete opposite way is called modern algebra. No numbers, no lines, nothing but words, hardcore proof, just all of it. And we started primes, and that's where I'm actually obsessed. Have you seen that movie Pi? Mm, life of pie <laughs> there's a movie about um, this guy who's obsessed with pie it's a movie called pie and he's obsessed with it I would say I'm equally obsessed with primes um, there's this the last prime theory that got proved was the prime gaps theory the pairs of primes gaps theory that was really important to me but has absolutely nothing to do with anybody that would even conceive of well between two and three, there's one, and between three and five, there's two, and that mm-hmm. means a difference, and they're all primes. And immediately, people are like, oh, I'm going away. Yeah, I'm lost. Yeah, go look, squirrel. <laughs> yeah, squirrel, yeah. So it's like the opposite of shiny. It's like anti shiny. <laughs> and that's how we have math in us. That's how, when we're built with math, we're definitely everything around us expounds math. And we need a better way to teach math than with a stick. So uh, that's ex- what you're saying is exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to just one more place to get kids to be able to learn math in an easier way. In a little bit different way. J- just like because um, education comes in 12 ways. Uh, modern American school exposits about three. Memorization, visual, and um, social. There's 12. So if three out of 12 are being taken care of, a quarter of the whole is being taken care of, wait a minute, why are only 25% of kids doing well in school? Yeah, because you're not meeting the needs of the other ones. I right, see right. That. So this is just one, like... Additional peg. It's in, just a little tick. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's not going to be the, the world changer. It's not going to be monumental. But it's going to be a big thing for a couple kids that it really, really works for. Now, the other part is, um, this is basic. This is 12 modules. There's one for 30. So if you see one, two, three, four. The, with 30 modules, you get five points, and it gets bigger. And then you can do uh, six and three. The one I made I call the angel crown, and I think you've seen the towers I make. Mm-hmm. That's one single piece, 18 times for each single level. And the th- parts that are three are 54 modules. It's a way to, if everybody has the same square, everybody has to make that the same way they can actually coalesce their work together and make towers together, making their own pieces so they can work solitarily. So it's kind of like an art class that's 
geared for. You come and you fold. Or if you're an assembler, you put it together. Or if you're a builder, you take what they put together and you make the tower out of it. Does it have any application like as far as actual construction is concerned? The, the angel crown, specifically, yes. Um, it's a way to envision... Um, gra- have you heard of graphene? Like what carbon, kind of graphene? Carbon graphene. Mm-hmm. Graphene has a six-layer base. That means each base has six sides and so it fits perfectly with other things that have six sides the angel crown is that six-sided top it's six triangles next to each other and so that what, what i'm trying to do is because i see these patterns better than I'm, I'm a math person i see these things it's just a little tick you get a couple more kids that see a little bit better it helps the whole see better the kids that do this will help the kids do this because they want to be together. They want grouping. They want to be part of each other. And this is a way to do it cleanly. And I call them paper towers for peace. Paper towers for peace. It's also... Tell me, how long have... I mean, how long have you decided... that you, you, You started folding, right? You said you started at seven. You stopped. You started again at 12. Like, when did you decide to do this full time? And how is it... How does it sustain you? Like, how are you making it happen? <laughs> uh, family. Family is holding me down for... The, one more year I think I have uh, it's kind of a time frame but the the motto here is people have done more with less uh, and what's the what, what's your like when this is complete what does the vision look like for you you know down the road like let's say the one-year marker is up where do you where do you expect to be with it oh uh, dude it's doing something else um, this is just an expansion of this one part like I don't imagine myself as an artist I just imagine myself as lucky enough to be the first one to do this type of art. Um, I can't imagine. So a guy made something that's equal, that almost exactly the same, a couple, one fold off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember his name. <laughs> um, he made it in 1987. He's been sitting on the ability to build everything I've been building. And, and look at my Facebook and Instagram. Every single thing I make, that guy could have made in 1987. For me, it's more of I'm really, really lucky, and my family believes that this is going to benefit education. It's going to benefit a whole. I come from educators, um, a lot of teachers, uh, professors, people that believe in education. So that's really what this is about. It's about trying to expand education just a little bit more so how how do you how are you looking to to like make it like a practical thing like how does it how does it go from simi's art project to integrate it into something that that's useful it's not practical absolutely not practical i i look at it as the guy who nintendo who the guy who made nintendo he he said to himself i think the world is going to be a better place that Video, bring, video games bring joy. And he wants every single person on the face of the planet to play to video games. Joy. To, yeah. to play video games specifically. And he died successful. And so I truly, truly believe that if I can get this to be a fifth and sixth grade art project mm-hmm. that all kids do, I know math will be, be one fun. tick better. And that I just I have to stay with that. 
Um, I'm still making new things. Uh, I'm going to point you to a couple other guys who are doing things that are free. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what Origami Land is about. It's about free and what you can do. Um, you might have seen the, the what's it called? Uh, the little paper dolls. That's because there's another part of Origami that does masks. That is heads, really. And all different types of heads. So my, my little paper doll body is meant for you do this but it's introducing you to origami and then you your the videos that you're putting together for these um are you explaining not only the how-to but the mathematical applications to them so it's just the how-to art it's just art it's literally taking it really is art like i'm I'm sorry to jump in here but um, I'm just checking out your Facebook page and looking at all the things that you've done. And you, you, something you said earlier was, I'm not an artist or I'm not trying to be an artist. But, dude, this is artistic as hell. Like, Thank you very much. Like, this is really I'm, impressive stuff. I, I have to say I'm really lucky to be in this position right now. I, it's really an amount of luck that I can't. I mean, what school do you send your kid to to learn this stuff? Like, you, you don't. I'm lucky. And if it wasn't me, it wouldn't be someone else. It will be someone else. And Dude, like, you literally you you created like a little doll out of these things. Like, there's there's a video that I'm watching where you have like a little. It's 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 a humany you know it's a humanoid doll. Humanoid yeah. doll, and like it's it's movable. Like, wow, yeah. one and piece, it, one tenfold square, and uh, I I go all the way down to lesson number one is you have a standard eight and a half by eleven sheet. Here's how you cut it to get standardized square. So like when people want to go protest, instead of a whole bunch of people screaming, I want people sitting down next to each other folding. Making something. And then like handing the, like everybody making these. And then one guy in the middle's handed all these and he makes these or makes something else. And in the end, instead of having people screaming at each other just senselessly, who knows? Maybe somebody from the other side knows how to do it and he's going to come sit with you. And you create consensus, you, cre- you create a grouping, you, you create togetherness instead of, well, I don't see protesting doing anything other than making people hate each other more. No, this is one of those things like you are not the typical guest that we have on no. this show. No at way. Right? I, I hope to Almost be- everybody that we have on the show has some sort of uh, profitable intent. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just inherent in what it is we do. But, um, but like I said, when, when I, when I saw what you were doing, I thought it was like, you know, everybody who's out there who has, you know, you, you have a job, you pay your bills, you do your things, you have opinions, you have, you know, whatever it is inside you that, that is driving you to go forward. Right. We all have those things, but then there's these other sides of us. Right, these things that we don't really talk about. Maybe we play the piano. Maybe we sing. Maybe we draw. Maybe we do origami. Right? I mean, these types of things are the other side of what we have as as human beings. And you know, when when the opportunity presented itself for you to come on, I thought, you know what? Let's let's just share this. Let's let's yeah. put it out there and say, look, you know, you have downtime. There's ways to connect with different people. Uh, you know, I'm I'm always big on, you know networking and getting to know other people and to me this is one of those things like in like i mean you're mexican right so to me, right this is one of those things like in christmas the women get together and in our family anyways and make tamales but it's not about the tamales the tamales is just the product that happens 
from the union of these people getting together and sharing that time frame. I and thought it was about everybody throwing the trash at the same person. Right. <laughs> That's but, just my family. But maybe. to me, like this is one of those that I think I think in in talking with you and seeing what you're doing, it's it's a similar message that you're trying to send out. Like this is something that you can bring into yourself, bring into your life. If it sounds like something that you're interested in, it's something that can it, that can occupy your time, that can give you uh, a little bit of solace, that you can do with a group, that you can do together, that you can do in school. And it's just something that's kind of kind of cool, kind of unique, kind of different. You know what I mean? It's it's a very big partition. So uh, I have a philo- I have other. I'm not. This is the, my main thing because I believe in it so much. But I am doing other things, um, math wise. Uh, really, I'm a math person. So I'm writing things that this helps. Uh, I think when I do it, it's really. I, I look at it as uh, it's this very is a uh, therapeutic. Well, if you really think about what people are doing when they're praying, it's like, well, you're just being in the moment. Mm-hmm. You're just being in the moment. It's, it's another form of meditation, I've been told. Um, it's, I'm really trying to share something that I've found that I really believe will make the future better. And I just have to go behind it 150% until yeah. it finishes. And- and it's dude I'm, I'm i'm for me this is one of those things where it's outside of my normal realm right like for me it's it's i'll be honest it's not one thing that i would do right it's right. not for me but i think there are a lot of people who would do this if they saw it and they thought you know what that looks interesting i could see somebody sitting you know with the family like we like to do game night here right yeah. but i could easily see this being something like you know, all of a sudden start doing it. And maybe my daughter's like me. She might not like it. my son. His creative mind is totally different. He might pick up on this and be like, dude, this is cool. And then I come back, you know, a couple days later and he has like this masterpiece in his yeah. room. Right. Because he just picked up and it's it's something that soothes his mind that helps him think while he's doing other things. You know what I mean? And so, you know, there, there's a there's there's a lot of stress and a lot of you know, anxiety that goes on in the real world, Honk, uh, honking on the horns, you know, like just trying to get to work and back, traffic, stress of picking up the phone at the end of the day, all these things that we have that our, our, our guests and our audience tend to have on a regular basis. And again, dude, I want to thank you for coming on the show like, oh, and no. sharing oh, this wait, type no. of stuff. So, so the, like, I, I thank you because this is the first public thing I'm actually doing. Um, I have done, uh, I burned my art. You're gonna find that. Um, one of you, my you you burn it. Yes. Um, you you yeah. burn it. Uh, I had something with my maestro. I have famous art friends mm-hmm. that have helped me burn my art because they believe in me as well. But what this is is this is my family's argument for UBI. Um, we're subsuming my costs for a better tomorrow. Um, the way Andrew Yang's brought up UBI and things like that, it's very, very plausible that we're having... The economy's doing great, but people are still losing their jobs. Tell me, so, what, what's UBI? Yeah, universal basic income, okay. where everybody gets $1,000 a month, that, you, that uh, Andrew Yang thing that he tries to put out there. Um, we have subsumed my costs, which are not $1,000 a month. <laughs> Far hmm. from that. Uh, but we've subsumed them because we actually believe this, this is going to have an effect on math scores. I want I wanted to bring it solely to American math scores. I wanted to like make a little after school special and try to like put up numbers and stuff, but putting it out there for free on Facebook is really the first step on this one family's exposition on universal basic income. That art is useful and 
this is art, this is math, this is a way to teach, this is, this is a argument for universal basic income. This can come from somebody trying that way. Well, I, I commend you, man, because, I mean, like I said, you, you've de- dedicated a lot of time. I hope, you know, honestly, I hope this is something that's helpful for people, that they find some sort of solace in being able to do this or, you know, at least show somebody. I always think it's really cool, like, um, the way I folded a paper airplane was taught to me, right? It was yeah. something that, that I turn around and I can do it on, you know, whenever I want because it's something that was taught to me. Um, the other thing is, like, I'll fold a letter into a heart because it was taught to me, yeah. right? It's little things like that, and I hope that, you know, at least with, with our audience, this is something that you can learn. Check out Simi stuff. You know, give it a shot. If it's therapeutic for you, if it helps you, that's all we're really hoping for. Is and that, I'm going to leave out. a tower here. So the the whole point about, and I do know I am art. I can't, I can't help it. I am it's art. It's going to be on the wall. It's going to be uh, on the no, wall. No, it's, um, it's oh, for no. people to touch. It's, it's a tower that you can do multiple configurations with it. I'll let you guys look into that. It's literally, I'm, it's art to touch. It's meant for people to play with. So it's mostly meant for kids to touch it. I've been trying to get into a major place to do it, to let the public have a chance to touch it. But I'm gonna leave one here. You, cool, yeah. And, and you're definitely. not, you're not a. You make people touch it. Hey, no, no, yeah. no. Play with, play with. We will, we will. Why yeah. not? I mean, people come in the yes all the time. They always matter the wild. Be like, that's the one you want to play with. <laughs> that's know. what I'm going. That's for. the one to drink. That's the one to play with. That's the one to drink. So that's the one to play. I with. have um, a white one. I have a black one and a silver one. They're Raider colors. I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had that's all that's the spray paint I had, man. All it's right, cool. well, it's cool. It's on cool. that I mean, note, we got to end the show now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, char- we're Chargers fans, we're Chargers still. fans. No, I like that. Broken hearted Chargers fans, but yeah, still Chargers, but still Chargers fans. Chargers yeah. fans. No, dude, I uh, we'll, we really appreciate that. We're gonna find a place on the wall and we'll make sure that people, you know, give it a little shot, give it a little play. And yep. uh, you've done more for me than I have for you, sir. <laughs> well, thanks, man, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, make sure you check out Simi's stuff. Uh, we got his information below. You can check out his, I mean, documented two years worth of practice and, and perfection. And if it's something that works for you, I'd love to hear about it. I mean, I'm always looking for different ways to help uh, our business community out. And this is one of the unique ways. This is like a stress relief way. So hopefully you guys found some value in it. And uh, Simi, dude, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thank you for having me. All right, ladies and gents, real quick, 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year. If you got new shoes, you shoes, or or you have you want to donate cash hit james up 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com he'll hop over on his harley and uh right over there and pick up those bad boys and if you need any insurance help uh personal lines life you either uh maybe you have a business um unless your home is made of origami and you need to uh insure it then you know hit up james 619-884-0045 james at csfirst.com and remember august 24th we're gonna do an ivy beach cleanup so hit us up if you want more details on that at Business Bros Pod on any of our social media feeds. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.